Hello beloveds, welcome back to Phoenix Embodiment. Today our topic is going to be surrounded on accountability, responsibility, taking ownership, and holding space. And I want to talk about these themes because a big part of pain and suffering, a lot of it has to do with lack of acknowledgement, lack of ownership, lack of integrity, lack of care, lack of compassion, lack of apologies. It is so important to recognize when we do things wrong publicly because it shows humility and it shows that we aren't selfish enough to allow other people to be in pain and suffering for the benefit of our ego and our pride and our confidence. And I'm bringing this up because we have so much surfacing right now. None of us are perfect. We're all human. We all make mistakes. We all have made mistakes. Nobody here is perfect. The thing is that is important that we keep in mind is that when we do fuck up and we do mess up and we do hurt people, that we take accountability and responsibility for what pain we have caused, even though we may not be aware of the pain that we caused. Because if you know that saying, hurt people hurt people, then you can even, you can recognize a time maybe that you were hurt and possibly you hurt others because of your pain that you didn't even realize. I realize this, this has been a theme in my life quite a bit. I'm not perfect. I'm processing. And sometimes I operate from pain and I don't even realize it until I'm aware of it, until I'm brought to the awareness of it. And it usually is through someone else's pain and hurt that it's reflected to me, hey, this person is in pain and hurting because of something I did. Let's look at why that happened. And let's take ownership and responsibility for it. It's so important to do that as a humanity, just to bring about healing. If you don't, you're just saying that you care, you don't care about anyone as much as you care about yourself. And you're only here to serve yourself. And you don't care what you do to other people or how you treat other people. And that is not someone that needs to be in a community or even on this planet. Because there's no more room for selfishness and the new earth. There's only room for oneness and union on the new earth. So when we look at the ways that we are and we look at things that are surfacing right now and this past cancer season we had, we're on a new moon today, we're planting new seeds. It's important that we move forward and we move ahead with integrity and taking ownership and accountability for what we have done and where we have been, but also patting ourselves on the back for all the progress that we have made and not beating ourselves up for not being exactly where we think we need to be. Because in the grand scheme, and the divine eye, we're exactly where we need to be right now. Everybody. 
regardless of what you feel. And if you feel that you're not in the place that you need to be at, perhaps it's just a reflection point for you to realize that you can be applying yourself in different ways and you can be exerting your energy in different ways. It's just a reflection point. It's so important that we sit and reflect. And it's important that we listen to the people that we have hurt. If you don't have the ability to sit and listen to someone and hold space for their pain, how do you expect anyone to do the same for you so that you can heal? We need to be listened to and heard. And we need compassion in order to heal. And I really want to specify this for the masculine. Okay? We're going to get into it a little bit now. Right now, we have a lot surfacing on pedophilia and sexual misconduct in our music scene and Hollywood. Just in general, it's really big. Okay? And there's some people that are being falsely accused. There's some people where we don't know the exact truth of everything. And there's some that are really horrific, monstrous stories. And I'm not dismissing any of these victims, any of these survivors, any of this pain that has surfaced. But what I am going to say is the men involved, the people involved in these things need to take ownership of what they've done. And they need to own it and have the integrity to own it. That is where the change happens. So I'm going to get into my personal story because this is relevant to me and I haven't really shared a lot about it and I feel now is the time for it to come out. So when I was 22 years old, um, my dark night of the soul began when I was staying with my biological father who did not raise me, but um, we had began getting more connected when I was about 16 or 17. And I didn't, I had like, I don't know him too well. I didn't grow up around him. I didn't grow up around that side of my family. So I was unaware of his darkness and the fullness. And I'm a Scorpio, so yes, I can see people's darkness. And it's not that I accept it, but I hold space for it because it's kind of my job to see it and to help transform it if I can and to tame it, if that makes sense. So I always knew he embodied these dark qualities, um, not to the fullest extent that um, I was presented, but I knew that he had been in and out of jail and he had history with certain things. And there even was a story in the family um, that he had molested my younger sister, uh, my half-sister. And I didn't know the details. I didn't know if this was the truth or not. But the entire time this was presented when I was younger, I was constantly, even though he wasn't raising me, I always was defending him. I'm like, my dad wouldn't do that, even though I didn't know this man. I probably have only spent a total of five hours my whole life with this man before when I was defending him. So I moved in with him when I was 22. um, And I woke up one night to him in the bed that I was in with his hands and my underwear. 
And I am an abuse, a sexual abuse survivor. I've been molested and abused a few times in my life since about probably four years old. Um, was probably the first encounter that I can remember. But um, immediately my body was paralyzed and I was brought back to a place mentally that I thought I had healed from. It was crazy. It was like I was reversing all the healing that I had done from four years old, all the counseling, all the healing I had done. And I was reversing it because it was the person that helped put me on this earth that was doing this to me. And I, my body was frozen. I couldn't say anything. I really just couldn't believe it. I was frozen. I was scared. And I was honestly paralyzed. There was a force over me that I could not explain. It was a dark, dark, incubus-like energy. And it was very... It was a transaction that I'll never forget. Let's say that. My life was not the same after that. I immediately felt possessed for the longest time. And it was really hard for me. It still is hard for me. This is like my first time really just voicing it out and putting it out. Because I haven't known how to voice it. I haven't known how to talk about it. But I was so confused for the longest time. I felt dirty. I felt unclean. And I already had daddy issues, you know? Like my mom raised me single mom. Then I had my stepdad who raised me for most of my life. And then he kind of moved me out of the family once he had a new um, wife that didn't want me in the family because I look like my mom and I think just that was too much for her so I was really going through a lot with the masculine already and for that to happen it just it killed me it killed me I didn't feel worth anything already to men because in my eyes I was like you didn't stay I wasn't important enough for you to stick around but now that I see it was definitely for my safety and I wouldn't be the person the kind-hearted loving sweet person that I am if it wasn't for the beautiful upbringing that I was gifted by the beautiful family that raised me and I am so very thankful for that but I want to go back to my dad my biological father my sperm donor that I've actually always called him he never took ownership immediately once he realized I was awake the thing he said well he he immediately just said well I did it because it happened to me when I was young and then he just left the room and I was left there paralyzed I didn't know what happened I didn't know how to react know what to say and honestly I don't know what happened next after that I just stayed silent and it was funny because my mom always knows when something is wrong. And she asked me so many times. And I said no. And then my mom ended up staying. And the same thing happened to her. But my mom, <laughs> Leo, Virgo cusp, Leo rising, Capricorn moon. She was very loud. So in the next room, I hear, what the fuck are you doing? And my mom freaking out at this happening to her in a different fashion and then the day after we had a talk and I ended up telling her what happened to me and that I didn't tell the truth when she first asked me and immediately after that we shifted space and 
he denied it. He denied what he did. My brother called him up and he denied it. And immediately then I knew that it was something that had taken over him, that he had allowed in his body to stay there. And my defragmenting of the soul started then. I did not feel myself for the longest time. I felt very alien. I didn't feel of this earth. I didn't feel pure anymore. I felt dirty and unclean. So after that, um, a couple of years, that was when I was 22, I'm 25 now. And I have had him, he's contacted me. And he has tried to not even say sorry, it's just, hey, you can come up and stay with me. You can come up and visit. Why would I ever feel safe with this person is the question. And I'm not sure if he does this to harvest my energy or because he is sexually attracted to me or and he's sick. He obviously is sick. But I'm unsure if it's because he wants to just seem like he's a good father. I don't understand but it's a very sick connection that he has with me. And I have to stay away and it hurts me because I have siblings there. And he's been to jail for this before and is still on probation. And But he has a problem. He has a sickness with going after young women and he always has to manipulate them. He never has been with an older woman and that's because of his own issues and he still mentally is like in his 20s but I pretty much forced the other day because I was contacted by my sister's mother one of my sister's mothers and he she was telling me that my dad was offering to pay my way to come live with him and stay with him if I wanted my response was just I don't understand why this person thinks I would ever feel safe with him. I've stayed away because I don't feel safe. And mind you, about um, a year after the incident happened, I went back and I I tried to talk to him. And when I went there, there was a girl that was younger than me there and my sister. And some people even said that this girl looked like me. So I just had to leave. I took my sister that day. We left. We went to go get ice cream. We went shopping and we got henna tattoos. And it was really beautiful and a really fun day. But I was really hurt because I wanted the clarity with my father. I wanted him to apologize. I wanted him to see the pain that he had caused me. But he didn't. And then recently, a couple days ago, when we're talking about this and I'm telling him, Why would I ever feel safe and this and this happened and you haven't owned up anything? He immediately turned it on me and acted as if I deserved that treatment. It is crazy. The amount of men that don't take ownership and responsibility for the hurt and pain that they cause women. Even your own daughter. Seriously, men. Think about if you had a daughter and how you would want her to be treated and respected 
Unfortunately, my father doesn't understand. Like, he's birthed three beautiful girls. Or he has doned sperm to three beautiful girls and a young man, a young boy, my little brother. And he doesn't even understand or honor that. And we're all so beautiful, smart, different, and intelligent. We have different mothers. And we all look different, but we all definitely look related. And it just, I don't understand why the men don't honor the women. I don't understand why the men can't take responsibility and accountability for the hurt that they have caused and the suffering that they have caused women. And yes, women have caused pain too. We all need to take ownership and responsibility at this time to clear ourselves, to purify ourselves again, to reclaim our sovereignty. We have to own up to the things that we have done. It is right. We can't blame the victims anymore. But the victims also have to take responsibility because we all have responsibility in it. The victim as well as the abuser. How can we take responsibility and action and accountability now for those things that have been done? Abusers and victims. What can we do to right the wrongs? Abusers, you need to apologize. Own your wrongs. Be responsible and take accountability for the pain and the suffering that you may have caused. Even if that isn't you anymore. Even if it doesn't resonate with who you are. Even if you didn't mean it. Even if you didn't know you were doing it. Show that you have compassion and a fucking heart. Because all people need is space held for them and their pain acknowledged and their pain seen. People do not like to not be seen. That is when the darkness grows, when people's pain is ignored. They are tired. Women are tired. Children are tired. Colored people are tired. Poor people are tired. People in pain and suffering are tired. So let's change it. Let's take responsibility and action where we can. Everybody, all of us, victims, abusers, everybody, bystanders. No one, all hands on deck. No one not doing a thing. We need all hands on deck with this one. This is an earthly project. And it's going to take all of us doing the right things and standing up and sticking up to the darkness in order to shut it down and shut it out. Because we are tired. So I hope this talk was insightful. Please just meditate more on how you can take accountability, responsibility, and ownership for your actions as an abuser or as a victim and how you can display that for others. And dear men, please just try to connect with your feminine energy within Even if you have shut it out and shut it down, even if you haven't felt safe in your feminine, you can feel safe in your your feminine. Reconnect with your emotions, reconnect with your mother, reconnect with the moon, reconnect with the water, reconnect with your heart, reconnect with your emotions. That is how we honor the feminine. 
yoga, breath work, crying. That's how we connect with the feminine. Honor the emotions, honor the softness. The time to be soft and loving and graceful and compassionate is now. And we can still be fierce in that. We can still be fierce in our love. But we have to be fierce in our light. We have to be fierce in our warriorship to do the right things because that is what leads others to do the right things. Be a guiding light for others to find their way. Please, men, we need you to step up. The women are rising and we're stepping up, but men, we need you to honor the feminine within, to respect the feminine within and without. Do you respect your mother? Do you love your mother? Do you honor your mother? Do you hold resentment against your mother? These are all things to look at and question. I'm sending you so much love. Happy New Moon and Cancer. If you want a reading, please go ahead and message me on Angel Alchemy Healing. I'm doing $10 tarot card readings and $20 birth chart readings if you're interested so much love beloveds stay strong in your love stay accountable stay in integrity keep responsible be a guiding light to those that are still looking for their path much love till next time